In a world of remakes, reboots, and really bad films. Two voice actors set out to restore light to the darkness. Get ready for... Mockbusters. But just one second, this is a comedy podcast. In each episode, our dynamic duo will be given a random genre, some film titles, and just a few short hours to put together the ultimate trailer for their creation. But by gosh, there's a twist. They'll also be receiving wild and wacky demands from their executive producers, which they are contractually obliged to abide by. So will their movie be thrown out as trailer trash or awarded the prestigious title of Mockbuster? Please welcome your hosts, Jack Ayers and Matthew Biddulph. Hello and welcome to Mockbusters. My name is Jack and last week Matt ruined my life. Um, explain how, explain that. Finish that thought, Jack. You made me do an ASMR film last week and... I'd never really listened to ASMR in any capacity, and during the recording process, I found it really disturbing, and I really didn't enjoy it. However, it seems to have chemically changed something in my brain, where I've had to listen to it since, and now I'm obsessed with it. You're joking, really? Yeah. I literally listened to an hour of ASMR a couple of days ago, and I was like, this, this is horrifying, but I can't stop. I'm speechless. That's not something I expected. And it wasn't me anyway. That was your executive producer, Robert, was it not? You're coming at me for? I didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know where I possibly got that from. Yeah, that's that's a ridiculous notion. And anyway, speaking about ruining lives, right? I've only just got over the trauma of having to glorify Derby County in my film trailer last week. So that was horrible. Am my family going to listen to that? Come on, Matt, get a bit of perspective. Oh, you can piss right off. No chance. <laughs> okay, so now we've explained how this podcast is slowly ruining our lives. How have you been this week, Matt, aside from that? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, I haven't had to listen to any ASMR, so, yeah, that's good for me, I, I haven't had to either. I've chosen to, which is even more distressing. Well, there you go then. So I don't know where you're getting this notion that someone's ruined your life when you've clearly just admitted it's not something you have to do. You've, you've chosen to do it. Well, heroin addicts don't have to take heroin, Matt, but at the end of the day, they've been exposed to it and it's hard to stop. So are you likening ASMR to heroin right now? Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Someone stroking a microphone with a makeup brush is my crack. So you think there's going to be like people going around like nicking their family's jewellery to pawn off so they can buy ASMR podcasts? Uh, Yeah, so they can buy an expensive mic, sit in a dark room (laughs) and stroke it with a toilet brush okay well you heard it here first folks asmr is exactly the same as heroin um (laughs) well i mean what how do you how do you segue from this what what's what's the natural segue to go from talking about being a smack addict to right let's uh let's is the plot device a smack addict (laughs) well i mean he's he's dependent on us so i suppose he's he's sort of an addict yeah yeah well yeah there you go then okay so without further ado i suppose it's uh every week i realize i say it without further ado and i don't know where that came from and then continue to ado it (laughs) yeah i i continue to ado for some time afterwards well this entire beginning has been pure ado yeah much ado if you will Mm -hmm. very much about nothing Shakespeare reference. Okay, so on previous weeks, we have had fantasy, we've had horror, we've had documentary, and we've had crime. That we have. So, 
What is it going to be this week? Let's go over to the plot device and find out. Give us a spin, old plot device. Oh goodness! Oh dear! Oh goodness! I, I'm very excited about this one. Yeah. When I put this one in, I was I was very okay. Looking forward. to You the made day me when very nervous out. for a second. Then okay. So the genre for episode five is western. Western. Ooh. You basically did a western last week, didn't you? So well, I mean, I didn't really do a western. I just gave him a cowboy accent. So it just you made an accidental western, basically. Yeah. Well, in that case, then I should I, I suppose we should see what we've got to work with in terms of titles. So I'm not going to lie, Jack. Uh, it's going to be a struggle this week, mate. These. Oh no. If we, okay. If, well, if we were doing fantasy again, we'd be a okay. But um, uh, yeah, we're we're in trouble this week. I think. Okay. We'll we'll do it like a you know like like a band aid, like a plastic. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just get rip it, out. it off. All right. Okay. So, tart number one. All silver. All, all silver. silver. Oh no, I've misread that. It's all sliver. All sliver. <laughs> all sliver. Because that was the one. I was uh, like, maybe there's something in that yeah, one. Yeah, all silver. silver. I was you like, know. yeah, you could do a thing with that. No, it's all sliver, which doesn't even make sense. I I can't think of any genre that all sliver works. So when you say sliver, do you mean like a sliver of cake? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And all right. as in like all of the cake. Is that something we can continue doing? Like all of the examples where we need we need a bit more explanation on the words cake has got to be the example. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, right. Tart number two. This one's really funny. The stripped wizard. <laughs> the stripped wizard. The stripped okay. wizard. Tart number three. Game of fire. That's not bad. That's that, not bad. That works. Tart number four, Jack. Um, I think this might be the single most broken title that the plot device has given us yet. The Windows's husband. The Windows's husband. The Windows's husband. Okay. Title number five, The Courage of the Ring. The Courage of the Ring. Yep, The okay. Courage of the Ring. Yeah, 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 it's all right. And then title number six, Souls in the Suns. It likes souls. It does like it? souls, yeah. Souls in the Suns. And I should clarify, it's Suns as in the son of the cake maker, not... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, not like looking outside after eating your cake to look at the sun. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. There's there's not one there that I'm like, that's the one I'm doing. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to get pretty creative with these westerns. Yeah. I get. I mean, we've got to take a bit of artistic license, I suppose, haven't we? Yeah, abs- absolutely we do. Hmm. Well, I suppose, um, considering we've got such a job on our hands, we'd better just uh, snap to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, no time to dilly-dally. I mean, I've already turned my phone off, and as you remember, I ripped my landline out of the wall, so, you know, I've got, I'm free from distractions completely. It, I think, is that your, your mobile ringing? Oh, God, okay, right, give me, just give me All one right, second All right, mate, that's, here. that's fine. Um, yeah, just putting on speaker. Hello, it's Jack. Hi, Jack. It's Russell Crowe. You're right, mate. Russell Crowe? Wow, I'm a big fan. Good. I'm a big fan of me as well. <laughs> good, good. It's good. It's self-love is good. So, yes. what, what do I owe the pleasure? Well, um, I hear you're making a western, Jack. I am making a western, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. 
great, yeah. As you can tell by the sound of my voice, I'm, I'm elated by the thought of starring in a Western film. Yeah, I can hear because the tremors in you. Know, shh, don't interrupt me. See, you've, um, <laughs> you've, you've derailed me now, Jack. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm lost for thought, so um, I'm going to be in the film, Jack. I'm going to be the lead in your Western. Right, it's your dream come true. But here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to sing all my lines, okay? My mates tell me I've got the voice of an angel. As you remember, everyone was raving about my um my performance in in Les Mis, so I'm I'm gonna sing all my lines. All of them. Every last one of them, even if I make a noise like a gasp or um even my blinking, I will, I will sing when I blink. I will, I will I will vocalize when I make a gesture. Okay, okay. Gunshots, anything like that? Is that is that um, okay? Yeah, I'll I'll probably sing that I've I've shot a gun. You'll sing that you shot a gun. Like, announce yeah. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll... No, I won't announce it. I'll sing it. I'll belt it. I can belt, you know. I can do all the singing. I don't suppose you could give me an example. Could you, Russell? Okay, well, well give me an action to do and I'll sing it for you. You're just mounting your horse and you're riding off into the sunset. I'm on a horse Going into the sunset yeah, Was that all right for you, mate? Lovely, yeah. Yeah, no... I can, I, I could do more singing. No, I, that's that's fine actually. That's oh. fine. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm really I've really got to get going with this Russell. Yeah. So okay, I'm just gonna just gonna hang up. Okay, is that all right? Is that all right? right? I'm just hanging up. Just hanging up. Okay. I did oh. not know you knew Russell Crowe. Neither did I. Wow. Did I. Well, I mean, I think I know him the better after that conversation. Sounds like an intriguing bloke, does Russell Crowe? Yeah, he certainly certainly does. Hmm. <laughs> is that? Is that the doorbell, Matt? I suppose it must be the doorbell. Yeah, I, you should probably go and get that, shouldn't you? I, I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll take your take your phone with you, and then we can hear what's going on. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just walk walk on so, down there. Yeah, I'm just I'm walking now. I'm um, walking down the stairs, as you can hear. I'm opening the door. I've opened the door. Hello. Uh. Yeah. Hi. I'm really sorry for the mix-up. It's just that someone someone called me over to this address and said that they needed produce. Um, what what kind of produce? Oh, I've got fruit and veg. Let, let me just check the list. Oh, bugger it all. Uh, oh, what, what's wrong? Oh, I, I see they were actually asking for a producer. So, so, so what, 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 what is it that you're making? Well, I'm making a Western... I mean, I don't know who you are, so I'm not really sure that I should be telling you all of this. Um, uh, okay, my, my, my name's Terry. Hi, Terry. And, and, and I, I'm a farmer. I am from Gloucester. Okay. I, I, I was I was called in. Uh, uh, I, I thought I was selling some produce, but obviously I'm mistaken. Right. What, what kind of film is, is, it, is it you're making then? You said you're making a film. Yes, it's a Western film. That's perfect. Okay, how, how about a film about the West Country? N- that's, that's not what a Western typically means. It means, like, you know, it's, it's referring to, the, to America, you know, Western America. Well, that, that's interesting. How about doing one about the West Country? Right, well, see, the issue with doing one in the West Country is that, you know, it didn't really happen, did it? You know, it didn't have cowboys and, and bandits and sheriffs and stuff in the West Country, so... I think that's exactly why it's a good idea and, and why you should do that. I, considering I don't have any credentials from you or identification, I've got no verification... You haven't given me any money to fund this film, so why should I care what you say, Terry? I'll, I'll give you this bag of spuds. Shit, I am low on potatoes. What kind of potatoes are they? Maris Piper. Oh, fuck, I love Maris Piper. They're so perfect for mash.
match. Um, oh, right, yeah, go on then, yeah, give me the spuds. Oh, brilliant. Oh, I can't wait to tell me wife. Oh, I can't believe how my day's turned out. Right, I'll, 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 I'll see you soon. Yep, to I'm going to be in a movie! I'm just going to come back up the stairs now. Yeah, here we go. I'm really glad I got to hear all of that. Wow. As if it wasn't going to be a struggle enough making a Western film with those titles. <laughs> all right, well, we've both got everything we need and demands that we definitely didn't need but have to abide by anyway. So with the power of editing, I will see you in a couple of seconds, Jack. See you in a bit. and welcome back to episode five of Mockbusters. How did you get on with your Western, Matt? You know what, Jack? I got struck with writer's block like you wouldn't believe. Do you know how I usually start, like, meticulously scripting it? I think I probably spent about three times as long as I normally would on this. I was just like, look, this is going nowhere. So it got to the point, I've got like an hour left. I haven't done any sound design. I haven't done any music or anything. I'm like, I've just got to get in front of a microphone and spout any old shit, basically. But I'm I'm anxious about this one. Definitely, definitely anxious about this one. What about yourself? I, I don't know how much to uh, let people in behind the curtain here, but I, I lost almost all of my recording of this very early on and was left with very little time to try and recover it. The trailer you're about to hear is essentially a remake of my original trailer from what I remembered the first time I made it. And to be honest, the original left a lot to be desired. So the remake is like... You know, it's like the remake of Psycho. What, the Vince Vaughn one? Yeah, it's, it's kept the bad elements and largely forgotten the good ones. <laughs> right, so, right. And joining us this week is a very special guest, an actor, podcaster, an all-round good egg, Stephanie McGuinness. <laughs> Hello. How are you doing, Steph? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. To be honest, I'm not very excited to listen to, to these trailers because Western is my least favorite genre i don't think i've seen a western film in my life i've just realized <laughs> when did we let when did we let slip that we we've got western this week because we haven't it was we're you, not supposed Matt. to have done the genre reveal yet. it was you uh was <laughs> it was yeah it was you i uh, know i think i think i think because <laughs> i'm not gonna be able to get away with this on the re-lesson i think that it was me i think i asked you how you got on with your western Matt. Okay. Oh, you know because we yeah. were sort of pretending like steph wasn't in the room but obviously she's yeah, been yeah. here the entire yeah, time yeah oh, we don't goofed we don't goofed so, well, it's a Western this week, Steph, so... Uh, well, yeah, there you go. Not much of a Western fan, Steph? No, I am more of a horror fan. I'm more of a fantasy we fan. You so and all, yeah, of the other, your, yeah. all the ones that have been taken, I am a fan of, except for Western. So, Steph, you know that we had to make a Western film this week. Would you like to know what titles we had to choose from this week? Yes. I do. This was the most challenging week. I think Jack would agree here. This was the most challenging week in terms of titles not really lending themselves well to the genre. So this week we had All Sliver. <laughs> yep. Okay. And title number two, The Stripped Wizard. The Stripped Wizard. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a wizard that's not got any clothes on. Oh, I like that. <laughs> title number three, Game of Fire. Wow. Which was, that one's wow. pretty good. That's very good. Number four, this one's really broken. The Windows's husband. The what? <laughs> the Windows. The Windows's. So, so like having windows, but Windows's husband. 
<laughs> it's a shame that one because it's so close to working. If it was the I widow's know. husband, or yeah, something, yeah. like <laughs> even the <laughs> widow's as husband. <laughs> I like that one. Tart number five: the courage of the ring. The courage of the ring. The I think courage. it's my favorite so far. And then finally, tart number six: souls in the suns. What in the sun? Souls. Souls. Yes. Yeah, so like souls, soul. as in your your as in your soul, not not oh. not your shoe soul. No. <laughs> and that suns as in like your sun, not go outside. It's a sunny day. Sun. Souls in your sun. Yeah. Souls in the suns. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you've joined us on a particularly difficult week. So yeah, I mean, I would say be tolerant of what you're about to hear. Um, I will not be, be charitable. Tolerant. Uh, even if you'd like. And just have an open mind, Steph. Have an open mind. You know, you might discover you love the Western genre because Mm -hmm. of us. This might be a gateway drug for you. That's definitely not going to be the case. It might be. Well, you guys need more confidence because you're not, I'm not like excited to listen to a a remix of a broken recording and and whatever Ma has. And it's my least right, favorite right. genre. <laughs> Matt, see, Matt didn't even have to say anything. She no, just knew she wasn't going to like it. Just knew that I, I don't like what I've got going on. All right, then, Steph, I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm gonna, I've got confidence in mine. I've got the best Western you've ever listened to, and you'll yes. find out why. But before we get to that, as if our task this week wasn't difficult enough, we also got phone calls slash interruptions from our executive producers. Jack got a phone call from Hollywood icon Russell Crowe, didn't you, Jack? I did get a call wow. from Russell Crowe, uh, Australian actor and all-round seemingly very nice man, Russell Crowe. Mm. And I, I have to say that because of what I'm about to do to him oh God. in this trailer. Russell Crowe called me up and he basically said that he wants to be the lead in the film and that he was also insistent that he had to sing all of his lines a la Les Mis style. Yeah, so can't wait. Speaking of sort of letting people behind the curtain, we're doing this over a Zoom call right now. And as Jack revealed that information, Steph's face was just <laughs> such a picture of disarray, <laughs> disapproval. <laughs> She looked absolutely I'm just so mortified. Sad. I just feel sadness right now. Like... That's what we we try and evoke yeah, with this podcast, for. like a sort of a deep, <laughs> unmovable sadness. And Matt, you had a call from Gloucestershire farmer Terry. Yeah, I've got no idea what his his expertise are in the film business, but he gave me a sack of potatoes. Basically, um, he wanted me to do a Wild West film in in the west of England. So, wow. Wow. so it's it's a, it's a Western country spaghetti Western like you ain't I, never heard before. Well, if it's going to be Western, it should be in the West of England because exactly. I feel like that's what's exactly. going to get my attention. Wouldn't make sense in like Kent, Western. would it? It would not. No, it wouldn't. So, Steph. Yeah. Knowing what you know now, whose trailer would you like to hear first? Oh, God. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> Let's do it in alphabetical it's... order. I'm going to go with Jack first. Should we have a listen then, Jack? Without further ado, here is my Western. You can't keep doing this, Raven. The people want a normal deputy. Someone they can talk to. Not some singing six-shot wizard. Now, you might be magic with a revolver, but you keep this singing up, 
I'm gonna have to ask for your badge and your uniform. You can't take my badge. You can't take my clothes. I don't actually want the clothes. Okay, here are my clothes. Oh, God, put them back on. And so it was. He left the town of San Laramie to make his fortune. Naked as the day he was born. No one knew where he was going, but some had a good idea. Now he was living free of the law and free of his clothes. It was time he took on an old nemesis. A bandit and outlaw known as the San Jose Rattlesnake. A gunslinger known for his constant need to tap dance. Two gunslingers. Two pointless and needlessly over-the-top habits. Songbird versus Rattlesnake. The date was set. Well, if it ain't the singing six-shot wizard, wanna tell me why your balls are out? No, I'll shoot you with my gun. God damn it, I don't want to shoot that heavenly voice, but I will. Now I'm getting off my horse. Okay, you don't need to tell me that. And now I blink. Good for you. Another blink. You know, you don't have to just sing, describe the things that you're doing. Taking my gun out the holster. Kind of getting old now. So it's ready for the fight. What's the relevance of you being naked? Now we walk ten paces apart. Come on then, wizard. And we shoot. Let's do this. Our guns. Ah, shit. I shot myself in the leg while I was tap dancing holding my gun. Uh, who would have known this was a bad idea? And I am the champion. A cowboy king. And now for the great big finale. The big final Wizard. The final note. <laughs> I feel so stressed and anxious. <laughs> oh God! It's so much longer than I remember as well. <laughs> yeah. How? So how long? How long is is the film's running time? If the trade is that long, Jack. It's, it's a, a seven-hour epic. It's it's oh, as long God. as taking well, lame is to read takes. Oh, right. Well, I see, I see. Well, yeah. I must say, it, it's it's definitely Russell Crowe's best work. <laughs> I, I want to yeah. know, is is it just Russell Crowe in the film or are there other actors? There's other actors, yeah. There's the um, San Jose Rattlesnake, as you heard, who's um, a tap-dancing outlaw. You've got your singing outlaw and you've got your tap-dancing outlaw. Okay, so um, a bit, bit for everyone. bit for everyone, yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland as the oh. uh, San Jose oh. rattlesnake. Oh, that makes sense. He's got dancing pedigree, so you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote down a question, but I can't remember why I'm asking this. Maybe you can 
<laughs> recall. But I just went, why clapping? I think there was a moment with the horse and the shooting where I heard a lot of clapping. So that was the tap dancing, Steph. You could hear, oh. the, you know, he was, he was, he was tap dancing every time he spoke. He was, he was doing, giving it, uh, giving it biggins. See, I got a completely different mental image because I thought that was Russell Crowe's character, and I thought that was the sound of his bollocks clapping between his legs. <laughs> ah, ah, yes. Well, I just, an you can easy understand mistake. why. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got a completely different interpretation. I thought that he was getting really excited with what was happening and his singing and he just kept clapping for himself. That's what I got. And I quite enjoy that, like, respect. Okay. Well, if you enjoy it, then I won't I won't fight it too hard. Just a logistical <clears throat> question, Jack. Did you compose a score for Russell Crowe to sing to or did he just sing whatever the hell he wanted and you had to get a composer to kind of do the legwork. The answer really is is neither. We we got someone to score it and kind of encouraged him to sing in certain areas and certain pitches. And Russell, um, bless him, ignored it all and just sort of sang any any. The, the technical term I'd use in the industry is any old shit. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, consistently yeah. throughout. Who directed it? A uh, very good question. It's uh, <laughs> it's actually a Christopher <laughs> Nolan film. Oh, of course. Uh, so, no, that you know, was very clear. But how did Christopher Nolan direct Russell Crowe? Because it just sounds like he wants to do his own thing. And it just sounds like towards the end, especially with that momentous final note, it just went on for a little bit too long. So I was wondering yeah. if that was the intention or if Christopher Nolan had a bit of a battle with Russell Crowe. I want to know the drama. It might surprise you to hear this. But that um that big final section was actually improvised. It wasn't oh, scripted. Wow. wow. Yeah, he wow. just yeah, you know, that he he made that himself. Chris <laughs> wow. Nolan was furious, of course, um because he did ruin almost the one usable take that they had for the end of the film because you know obviously it's it's a big big money shot he uh, rides into town bollock naked on the back of a horse mm-hmm. and yeah, Russell not only, you know, sang what you heard, but he also bent over. <laughs> Which is, you know, like a no in front in in front of the camera, especially in that in that kind of circumstance. Yeah. And Christopher yeah. Nolan's um, children were on set at the same time as well, which, which caused all sorts of problems. Sp- speaking of feuds between Christopher Nolan and Russell Crowe, of course, one of the other spats that they famously had was Russell Crowe refused to take his socks off. Uh, is that? Do you want to enlighten us on that a little bit? He did refuse to take his socks off. Unfortunately, they were ve- they were very high socks as well, which is right. you know what what made it so difficult. Because if they were if they were just normal socks, we could have just framed it around that. Yeah. But obviously, you know they they go up to his mid thigh, and they are um, his old school rugby socks, right? I as see. well. Yeah. So um, and yeah. you know also exceptionally hairy legs. So a lot of those hairs just poking straight through the socks, which is not a nice look. I don't know if this was clarified in the trailer because you know I'll be honest, there were moments where I kind of drifted off. See, I want to be I want to be offended, but I did too. So I don't know if you clarify this in the trailer, so excuse me if you have, but why is he naked? So basically, right at the beginning there, he was like, if you keep singing, uh, I'm going to have to take your badge and your uniform. And he was like, you can't take my badge. And then he took his badge and then he was like, you can't take my clothes, my uniform. And then he was like, the uniform was more like a metaphorical thing. Oh, of course. You don't need to give me your actual uniform. But he, you know, he misunderstood and he he gave him his uniform and... 
felt so liberated that he he never put on a stitch of clothing ever again. Where was this filmed? It was filmed in in a the deserts of Albuquerque, made, made famous by um, Breaking Bad. Yes. Just seems Literally. like a lot of coattail riding. Like, oh, we've we've cast Tom Holland because. You know, he's Spider-Man, so we've got all that MCU cash draw. Oh, we filmed it at the same same location as Breaking Bad, so we've got all that fan base. Is there any more fan pandering that we need to know about? That's what I want to know. Well, he can't ride on coattails, can he? He's not wearing a coat. Well, he can ride on other people's <laughs> coattails. It's probably easier for him to ride other people's coattails because he hasn't got to worry about his own coattails getting dirty. No, he's very sweaty and it essentially works like a grease that it makes it very difficult for him to hold on to anything. Right, okay, so that's more mental imagery there. So not only is Russell Crowe naked in thigh-high socks, singing his heart out, he's greasy as well. And he's bent over. And he's bent over. Again, I have to stress, I really like Russell Crowe. <laughs> and I think, I, I, I feel like I've done him a disservice here. So, Russell, if you are listening, and I know you do tune in every now and again, I'm just really sorry. No, I, I think it's his best work. Well, I, I've, I've, unless you've got any more questions. No, I don't. I haven't. I don't. Me. I, I haven't really got have anything more, more for you. I wish, I want to like backtrack. I want to know less. <laughs> I want to know less. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to a time where I wasn't affected by this yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so man. we can, just for now, we can, we can take the image of greasy <laughs> Russell Crowe out of our heads and focus on pastures new. So this, Steph, oh, yeah. is my Western film. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Billy the Kid, Butch Cassidy, Jesse James. You know their stories, but there's a tale of the Old West that makes them look like some real pansy bullshit. <laughs> Three Western outlaws. Paul Applesnatcher McCoy. Them apples are for my cider. The pears, too. How about this pair? Of guns. Ian, Marrow Bastard Bridges. You can't take my prize marrow. I need it for the farmer's contest. <laughs> contest this. And Susan, the Swamp Puncher. Somerset's most wanted. We must bring about law and order to this godforsaken land. I want these three bastards bringing in, dead or alive. But they'll band together on an epic hunt for a legendary treasure. Ian, Susan, I got some mighty proposition for you two bastards. Spit it out, Apple Snatcher. I got swans to punch. I've acquired this here treasure map. We follow it, find the plunder, and split it three ways. And why would I waste valuable marrow stealing time to help out a pathetic apple snatcher? Because this is priceless plunder. Enough money to transport the three of us beyond the reaches of the law. You mean? Oh yeah. Blackpool. But they'll have to shake off the law. We've got company. A whole fleet of police tractors. Give up, you crying bastards. We'll tear Dorset to the fucking ground if we need to. An epic race. A five-mile-per-hour thrill ride ripping through the West Country like a hot knife through soft shit. What is this treasure, anyway? Why are we going to Cornwall? Tintagel. 
Legend has it that this is where King Arthur was born and where Merlin the Wizard died. Merlin clothed himself in priceless golden robes and he was apparently buried in them. You don't believe that shit, do you? Don't be so judgmental. Now punch that swan in the face. Coming this summer. This is it. The grave, he's... He's... Naked. His robes are gone. Wait. He's clutching a map. Look. Uh, Our quest isn't done. Hop back on the tractor, chaps. We've got a new clue thanks to... The Stripped Wizard. (laughs) So, once again, Again, we somehow... Not only picked the same title, oh, but the no. same opening music track as yeah, well. The same music we had on the yeah, beginning we, we as had, well. We had the same composer working for us, um, and yeah. evidently just a lazy bastard, and thought no one would notice. Uh, Again, yeah. I've got to say really quickly, for the people who can't see Steph, her face on each and every swan punch was oh the God. funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like oh my Every God. time it was more outrage. I'm just so shocked. I did yeah. not see that coming. I did not expect to hear swans being punched quite a lot. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Like, that's it's, just it's, so sad. It's her, whole, it's her whole character is she just punches swans. She's a bastard. They're all bastards. She's such that's a the bastard. Thing. She, I don't like exactly. her at all. And what is, what is a more bastardy thing to do than just decking a swan <laughs> in the face? It's just so brutal. Are, were any animals harmed in in the making of this film, or did you use fake? Salt? No, quite quite the opposite. Um, some of the animals harmed the staff working on the film. <laughs> so yeah, the 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 actor that was playing Susan the Swan Puncher. Obviously, we filmed it in slow motion, and this this stunt swan Michael just went for her. Just absolutely went for her. Um, oh, no. He was an absolute bastard to work with. I okay. will say, okay. I will say, as an Irish girl, move moving to England like I've not explored mm-hmm. definitely yeah. it took me on a tour of England so I will say that but I'm That's still great. really traumatized with the hitting of the swans I can't really see sure. past that well you'll be delighted to know that we we took a Lord of the Rings approach in that how Lord of the Rings has really put New Zealand on the tourist map That's what we're hoping to do for Somerset and Dorset and it's going to it's going to absolutely elate <laughs> the West Country tourism industry Yeah how long how long did it take you to to make that trailer uh, I, I, Susan, she sounds kind of Irish, is she? Yes, yeah, so Susan the Swan Puncher was was raised in Cork and then <laughs> wanted to go where crime was rife and she could get away with punching all the swans she wanted. Because as I'm sure you know, in Southern Ireland, you know, swan punching, that's a no-no. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's a no-no. We hate exactly. that. Exactly. So she, she wanted to go somewhere she'd be free to punch as many swans as she feasibly could. Okay. Uh, so she made her way to to Somerset. How was it? Um, you managed to get Ian McKellen for the the stripped wizard. Obviously. How was that? Well, what was great? He just was happy to be involved. He was happy. He didn't have to learn any lines. He just he, lo- he likes getting out. Likes getting naked. He absolutely loves getting naked. So you know, because because <laughs> we you know we were going to give him underclothes and everything just so he's not completely stripped. But he, he just he, he turned and said, "No, no, no. I'll go all the way, or I won't go at all." Yeah, he was he was delightful. I don't know why you guys keep like throwing nudity into these films and I don't know whether to take it personally or not. Like, do you think I like this? <laughs> well, yeah, we did try and go for something. We we thought, well, we, we want to play to what we know Steph likes. Yeah, which is yeah. Westerns, uh, obnoxious nudity and, <laughs> and swan um, punching. Like, I'm quite punching offended. I'm quite offended. Innocent animals. 
I am a classy lady. I'm a very classy lady and I don't want to see Greasy Russell or... Ah, no, Ian McKellen's lovely. Do you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing naked Ian McKellen, but not yeah. Russell Crowe. So, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, you see, na- you see naked Ian, you go, oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, good for you. What if he's greasy, though? Does that change it? He wasn't greasy. I think he was yeah. greasy and bending over, wasn't he? Uh, no, he was <laughs> neither of those things. He was lying down and was regularly wiped down with baby wipes to ensure a nice lovely soft glow so quite moist from the baby wipes then not moist no because we also patted him down with a tea towel afterwards okay and you kept the tea towel didn't you yeah yeah (laughs) for your own collection yeah yeah yeah. i've got i've got a wild collection of (laughs) tea towels soaked (laughs) in the sweat of various celebrities (laughs) baby wipe residue from lots of celebrities (laughs) steph you've asked some questions we've tried our best to answer those questions it's now time to pitch fight. So, we're both going to take 30 seconds each, uninterrupted, to really, really sell you our film. Oh, okay. So, I don't know why I'm mind, nervous. Who... I feel really nervous. <laughs> it just means you care, Steph, yeah. which is good. Um, with that in mind, who do you want to hear grovel to you first? I think I just need to get Russell Crowe out of the way. So, we'll go with Jack. Fair enough, fair enough. So, you're going to have my 30 seconds in three, two, one. I'm not going to lie, Steph. I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle uh, like Aww. with this one. Uh, I, uh, I, what I am going to say, though, is um, if you decide to go with my film, I am willing to reduce the screen time of Russell Crowe naked uh, as much as I physically can. Maybe we'll do some pickups. Some, we'll, sometimes we'll blur him out or, you know, like put a cactus in front of in front of him and stuff so you don't see quite as much. But that, that's all I can offer you, I'm afraid. And time. Okay. <laughs> okay, right. It's my turn now, Steph. So, three, two, one. Now, before we get to my film, Jack is chatting absolute shit. The film <laughs> is canned, it's locked. There's nothing he can do. That is the film that you are going to get, is Russell Crowe and Greasy Naked Glory. In my film, Swan Punches brought to justice. Glorious <laughs> views of the West Countryside. Crime. Justice, Treasure, Sir Ian McKellen. It's everything you could possibly want from a genre you didn't even know you liked. Time. Okay. The thing is, Jack, the thing is, Jack, you didn't really sell it. You just told me that the things that I hate, I will get a little bit less of, but I'm still going to get it. (gasps) Yeah, but (laughs) Steph, you hated everything about mine. I just hate everything. (laughs) I like the music. The music was also in Max. Yeah, exactly. It's the same music. <laughs> <laughs> the one redeeming feature of my trailer was also in maths. <laughs> uh, well, really- okay, so <laughs> will Jack be able to take it to a 4-1 or will the, the oh gap be reduced to 3-2? I know which oh I think God. it's going to be. But- so I'm awarding the title to The Stripped Wizard by Jack. I feel like Jack needs a confidence boost more than Matt. Jack is really struggling to sell it and I feel like... Jack! Jack is 4-1 in the lead. He doesn't need any more confidence. (laughs) Jack's winning by a fucking landslide. 
Well then, okay, so next week, Matt, you just need to be really like scared and just say that you really don't like your trailer because then we're like, oh no, you need a bit you of You told us we need to sell it more at <laughs> the beginning of this recording. You were like, oh, come on, guys, you know, you've really got to sell it like because I don't want to see any of these films. So I did an up shift. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to come in with the grovelly, apologetic attitude I usually oh, come no. with. I'm going to sell this fucking oh, thing. God. I don't know what I don't know what I have to do. I don't know what I have to do. You have to be if humble, I'm nice but also and, not you know, humble. Last week, do you know what? The, the last episode we recorded was with Sean, right? And I had to do a horrible, horrible trailer. And I was so apologetic about it. I was ashamed. You know, I was really apologetic and, you know, really upset. And do you know what he said? He what? said at the end of it, well, Matt, you need to love what you do. So I'm going to give it to Jack. So this week, I've got the opposite. I'm proud in what I've got. I'm delighted with the work I've put in. Where does that get me? Matt, you need to step it down a peg. Jack, oh, yeah, yeah, you're all sad. You need the fucking vote. So thank you so much, Steph, for, uh, for awarding me the title. I don't know why I Somehow. said thank you. And... Uh, Thank you so much for being a guest for us as well. Oh, it's been thanks really so fun. much for having me. I'm stressed and I'm sweating, but <laughs> I I had a good time. I had a really good time. Well, that's all that matters. <laughs> Steph, you're uh, also a host on Got Baggage yes. podcast. Yes. Uh, do yes. you want to tell us a little bit about what that's about and where you can find it? Yeah, well, it's me and my friend Stanen, who we met through drama school and we talk about social anxiety with a glass of wine and we try and you know laugh at all of our problems but then every now and again we it it gets a bit sad (laughs) but like relatable sad you know what I mean um very different to this very different to this but if you do want to give it a listen you can find us on Spotify and on Apple so yeah, Got Baggage. Are there social media accounts as well for Got Baggage? Yes, so you can follow us on Instagram on Got Baggage Podcast or on Twitter um, on G Baggage Podcast because Got Baggage was taken on Twitter, so G Baggage. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Great, and I've listened to a lot of Got Baggage and it's it's really good and... Uh, oh, thank you. It's really, nice. it's really nice to hear people talk openly mm. and candidly about yeah lots of different you know sort yeah. of mental health issues yeah so. it's oh, it's really you. wholesome and honest and it's just really easy sort of listen well as easy as the, as the subject matter could be to listen to you yeah. you you both hand you both handle the subject matter with with, with such grace and and like what jack said it's so candid which just mm-hmm. makes it a really sort of soft easy easy listen for oh, thanks, what is guys. You know, that's for, really for nice a subject that's quite tricky yeah so go and check out got baggage oh we should plug our own yeah, socials we before we go you can find us at mockbusters pod on twitter and instagram and you can send us any feedback or uh film title suggestions which we're also calling out for if you've yep. got any funny film titles send them in to us and from now on we'll incorporate them into yep. the plot device you can do that at mockbusters podcast at gmail.com i've been matthew biddulph i've been jack Ayres, and we've been joined by steph mcginnis yeah i was like i don't know if i'm supposed to do that i felt well awkward i was not prepared <laughs> yeah we, we keep we keep doing that and realize we never brief anyone about yeah, it. not teeing anyone up for it but anyway goodbye bye bye